In a world where trust is shattered and darkness looms, one man's journey from betrayal to redemption will captivate your heart. Absolutely. Even if Absolutely. you don't take them. If you have a relative that is a Christian, yes. allow them to take the kids. I like that. Because yeah. it's like, you, you may not want Jesus, but... Thrown into a detention center, he grappled with the harsh reality of being imprisoned mentally and physically. At that moment, I told myself, I'm not going behind bars no more. Betrayed and deceived by the one he trusted most. So now we're about to enter into this part of your life where you're cheated on. It was rough for me. Bought teddy bears for her, flowers. And my heart just got squeezed and beat upon and crushed and stuck. In the depths of his despair, he questioned God's plan. I said, I said, you don't know what just happened to me, Meg. But amidst the darkness, a glimmer of hope emerged. He found solace in the teachings of a higher power. And in that moment, he discovered a new purpose. Out with the old. In with the new. In with the new. The Holy Spirit came inside of me. From being lost to salvation, this is the story of Nick. Coming soon, this summer on July 1st on YouTube and all podcast platforms. All right, world, it is Adney Godin, the co-host of the Call by God podcast. I am here with Devon Rivera, the son of my womb. Devon, say hello to our audience. Hello there, everybody. He's so silly, y'all. If you could see his face, he is so silly. Um, the scripture that we are reading this evening is 1 Corinthians chapter number 16, verse number 13. And I'm going to read to 14. And it reads, be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, and do everything with love. All right, son, share what the scripture is saying to you. 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Now, I like what this scripture is telling us. And what the scripture is telling us is that on our journey, on our walk, that we have to be on our guard. We have to be 10 toes down. Now, why do we have to be on our guard? Simple. We are in a war, not with people, but with spirits, principalities. And if you, if we know anything about combat or going to war, if you let your guard down for the slightest moment, it gives the enemy, it gives the enemy an opportunity to strike. Now, some of these strikes can be strikes that wound you, strikes that don't phase you, or strikes that are very much so fatal to you. So when it says to be on your guard, it's not just saying that just to say it. It's letting you know that you're fighting a war. And in this war, you've got to be on guard. Because every moment that you think you can let your guard down is every moment that the enemy is waiting to get you. Like the enemy is going to be in the corner 
probably being a creep. I don't know. He's creeping on you, waiting for you to drop your guard. And he's like, you dropped it. Let's get him. So you gotta be on your, you gotta be on your guard. And I'm a, and I'm gonna do this second part of thirteen, and it says, stand firm in the faith, and be courageous and be strong. Now, we cannot be courageous and be strong if we do not stand firm in the faith. So, when you expect yourself just to go out there and just do it. Understand this. You can't just go out there and just do it. I'm not going to lie. I have faced that problem many times. But I've also learned that you have to stand firm in your faith. And what does that mean? You have to stand firm in God. If you want to overcome the challenges that you are facing or the storm that you are going through, understand this, you have to stand firm in God. That is what that that is what that part of that verse is basically telling you. You have to stand firm in God. I love how he says, be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. The only thing we have, honestly, is our faith. It's our faith to believe that Christ walked this earth 2,000 years ago. It's our faith to believe that God chose us to be a part of his family. It is our faith that keeps us going. There are days, there are moments, there are times that you want to give up. But your faith is so strong in what God has in store for you that you have no choice but to be on guard. You have no choice but to be courageous. You have no choice but to be strong. But like my son just said, it only happens if you are standing flat-footed, 10 toes down in the Lord. If you are trusting the Father in heaven to guide you, allowing the Holy Spirit to transform you. And the only way that happens is to be in your word. The only way that happens is for you to trust that the word that has been written has not been tampered with. Because one thing I know for sure, we serve a mighty big God. We serve a glorious God that can and do any and everything. He is sovereign. And if, if one thing I know is that he is extremely sovereign. And because of that sovereignty, I believe with every fiber of my being, he would not allow any man, woman, or child to corrupt his word. No matter how hard we try, no matter how we take stuff out, he will always illuminate his word for us. But again, we got to get into the word. Courageous does not mean that you stand for, you know, you stand up with your two dukes up getting ready to fight. Courageous means that you know that you're not the one fighting is God. Being strong means that you're so full of the Holy Spirit that no matter what blows the enemy throws at you, you know all you got to do is duck because God is already right there fighting for you. You don't have to get in that person's face to show them how big and bad you are. Your daddy is that. If you truly believe that your daddy is that. I think 
one of the, the mistakes we make as children of God is we don't stay in his word enough to strengthen us. We don't stay in his word enough to transform us, to get us to that place that he has called us to. And that is peace. That is joy. That is love. Um, verse 14 tells us and do everything with love. All of these are, are, are things that are married, right? To be strong, to, to be on guard, to stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong and do everything with love. They're married. Everything that we do has to be in love. I can't be strong if I don't love. I can't be courageous if I don't love. I can't have any faith if I don't love because God is love. I can't be on guard if I don't love. I will, I will take a bullet for my children. I will stand in the face of danger for my children. I will die for my children. And I'm saying that because of the love that I have for them. How many of us can say that? Would you do that for a brother and sister in Christ? If I'm being honest with y'all, there are some brothers and sisters in Christ I would definitely go to war for. I will fight for. But I have to understand because of my faith, my trust and belief in God and who he is, that's the only reason I have that mindset. Son, is there anything else you want to share? There's a saying that was said in a personal favorite movie of mine. And the movie is called Remember the Titans. And I love this scene because this scene was just so amazing to me. For those of y'all who don't know what Remember the Titans are. It's a movie based off a real-life football team that was going on while segregation was a big thing. And what happened was they combined a predominantly white school, a predominantly black school, and put it together. And these boys had to learn how to get over seeing race and just see a human being. Now, they go off to camp and, you know, they with the big dog, Coach Boone. That's my boy. Okay. And they go off to training camp. And what he does is he sees that these boys are learn how to respect each other and love each other. So what he did was he woke them up around 4 o'clock in the morning. He had them go run to the gravesite of where they fought at the Civil War. And what he told them was, he said, you could hear the hot lead running through these boys' bodies. And you could also hear what was in their heart. He said, I killed my brother because I had malice in my heart. And I'm saying that because it says, and do everything with love. So really what it's telling you is, You are going to kill your brother and sister if you allow malice to live in your heart. You are not just going to kill your brother and sister. You're going to kill yourself as well. And why do I say that? Because it says you have to be on guard, stand firm in faith, be courageous, and be strong. How can you do that if you have malice in your heart? How can you say that you're going to send prayers up for somebody? but you have malice in your heart. How are you going to say, I'm going to go over here and teach these kids about Christ? How are you going to do that? 
when you got malice in your heart. You got somebody on their deathbed and you want to go pray for them one last time because you know they about to croak. How you going to do that? But you got malice in your heart. You said, I killed my brother because I had malice in my heart. And I just love how that sounds because you have to do everything with love. Because if you don't, whatever dream or whatever you try to do, you are going to kill. Why? Because you have malice in your heart. All right. We're going to drop the mic right there because there's nothing else to say after that, son. That was powerful. And y'all, he drives me crazy with that movie. I think he's seen it over 40 or 50 times. So I'm surprised he 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 literally didn't even write that down. He has that memorized, that quote memorized in his in his mind. So I am so grateful and thankful, son, that you came today and had this discussion with me on these chapters. I'm I'm excited for everything that the Lord is doing with you and through you. Continuously pray for you and ask God to cover and keep you in everything that you do and even open doors for you. I'm going to do a shameless plug here, y'all. I just want to share that I'm almost done with the book. I'm excited about um, what it stands for, who um, initially impregnated me with those words and them getting on on the paper. I am excited. I am grateful and thankful for um, the word of God. I am grateful and thankful for Butterfly Kisses as it will launch in 23. I am grateful and thankful for this book that he chose for me to write. So that's the last bit of my shameless plug. I thank y'all. We love y'all. Have a wonderful and amazing day. Wait, there's more. What if today was your last day on earth? Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children to share and preach the gospel, which is the good news, which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed. He was buried and he rose on the third day by believing and by repenting and confessing and being baptized, you will be saved. So it is your choice. Jesus Christ will not force you. You've heard the message. You heard personal testimonies, but this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. Don't wait until tomorrow. Because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.